Welcome back to our second day of looking through Matthew chapter 28. I want to begin by reading verses 7 to 10. Remember, the women have come into the area of the tomb, and they're going to anoint Jesus' body. And they find that there's an angel there who says that Jesus is not there. He has risen. Go and tell his disciples. So they're on the way to go and tell the disciples. And then something happens. Listen to what happens again in verse 7. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead, and he's going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. And they came to him, and they clasped his feet, and they worshiped him. And then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. You want to know about the resurrected life? the kind of life we started talking about yesterday, you ask a resurrected person. Jesus is the only one who has been resurrected. He is the one who is the hope of all of us being resurrected one day. Our bodies will be resurrected to eternal life. Now, that doesn't mean that those who have died are not with the Lord. Those who have died, go; their spirits go to be with the Lord. And then one day, you can look at this in our study of the book of First uh, Thessalonians, one day their bodies will be resurrected to join with their spirits with the Lord forever. So we're immediately with the Lord, but there is one day when our bodies will be resurrected just like Jesus' body was resurrected. And when you look at Jesus' resurrected body, he appeared in this resurrected body. Well, we're told of 11 specific resurrection appearances in the Bible. Eleven times people had close encounters of the resurrection kind. They experienced Jesus personally before he went to heaven. One time he appeared to over 500 people in one of those appearances. And each time he appears, the first time he appears to a group of people, he says the same thing. You hear the same phrase. In fact, the angel said it to these women also that day, that first day. The three words, don't be afraid. The angel said it to the women. Jesus says it to the women. He's going to say it to the disciples when he first sees them in the upper room. Don't be afraid. The resurrection is such a powerful event. It's easy to live in fear of this event rather than live in joy over what God wants to do. In fact, as you quickly look to this passage, what we studied yesterday, what we're looking at today, you'll learn some things about fear. Yesterday, the guards were so afraid they fell and they became like dead men. Now, that's terror. They were living just in in sheer terror over what had happened. In verse 8, we're told that the women were afraid yet filled with joy. They had both emotions going on at the same time. And then in verse 10, Jesus says, don't be afraid. Now, if you're afraid and yet filled with joy and you listen to Jesus and you decide to not be afraid, guess what? All you got left, all you got left is the joy. And the question is, in which of those three places are you? Are you like the guards? who were so afraid they became like dead men, the truth of the resurrection caused them to live in total denial. Or are you like the women at the beginning who you have fear and joy alongside of each other at the same time? Or are you like what Jesus invited in the end? Don't be afraid. Just live in total joy. And one side of us says, of course they were afraid. This was entirely outside of their experience. And in the same way, you and I, we can be afraid spiritually afraid of the resurrection life that Jesus offers us because it is entirely outside of your experience. There's a lot to be afraid of in this world today. I could go through the entire list and your fear would increase with each statement from the world situation to our concerns about our kids to health struggles to the persecution of Christians. I'll just stop right there. 
there was a lot to be afraid of in that graveyard that day. Roman soldiers falling down dead, stones being rolled away, earthquakes, angels appearing like a flash of lightning, and then Jesus shows up even though they'd seen him die. It sounds like a recipe for a horror movie if you look at it from one angle. But in the midst of this, Jesus stands and says, don't be afraid of this one. The resurrection trumps every fear because the resurrection life is what will last when all of these things that bring fear will simply melt away one day. So how do you live this kind of life? How do you live the resurrected, no fear life? One word, trust. Trust. That's what Jesus invited these women to do. Trust me. Don't be afraid. Trust me. Do what I'm asking you to do. Trust me. And that's what Jesus is inviting me to do and is inviting you to do today. Don't be afraid. Let's just walk through it with the Lord for just a few moments here. Don't be afraid, he's saying to you. Trust me with your circumstances. I know, you're facing some circumstances that could cause incredible stress and worry and fear. Jesus is saying, don't be afraid. Trust me with your circumstances. The resurrected life is greater than those circumstances, even the worst of circumstances that you're facing right now. I'm not minimizing your circumstances in saying that. Not at all. Some of the circumstances we face in life are horrific. And my heart goes out to you that you're facing those things right now. In a perfect world, in a world where sin had not entered, you would not have to face those. And I'm not talking about your sin. I'm just talking about the nature of sin in this world and Satan being allowed to be in this world and to do these kinds of things in our lives. And you're facing it. So don't be afraid, Jesus says because you can trust me even with that circumstance. Not because you're minimizing the circumstance or pretending it's not a terrible thing. It is a terrible thing. But because you're recognizing the resurrection and understanding that it's a glorious, powerful thing. The power of the resurrection is greater than the power of that circumstance you're facing. So Jesus says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Trust me with your circumstances. Don't be afraid, Jesus says. Trust me with the world's circumstances. You pick up the newspaper, you read what's going on in the world, and you think, where are things headed? What's going to happen with me? What's going to happen with my children? What's going to happen with my grandchildren? Jesus says, don't be afraid. You can't control those circumstances. Sometimes we get more afraid of world circumstances than our circumstances because we have no control over what's happening in other places in the world. We have no control whether there's going to be an earthquake that's going to come or a tsunami that's going to hit us. Jesus says, you can trust me even with that because his resurrected life is greater than the world's circumstances. When Jesus says, don't be afraid, and it's a command that you hear again and again and again in Scripture, it includes every circumstance of life. Don't be afraid. Trust me with your circumstances. Don't be afraid. Trust me with the world's circumstances. Don't be afraid, Jesus says. He says it to you right now. Trust me with your relationships. You have a relationship that isn't working, that's falling apart, maybe with your kids, maybe with a spouse, maybe with a friend, a fellow believer, maybe a church that's just not able to connect with each other and it feels like the church is falling apart. Don't be afraid, Jesus says. You can trust me even with this. Now, Jesus doesn't promise that he's gonna control the other people in the relationship or control you to an extent where he's gonna make things work out the way you hope that they would work out. He does promise that however they work out, his resurrected life, his hope, his power, his love are still gonna be there. He's going to keep working in your life no matter what. There is no human relationship that can steal away from you the joy of heaven. There's no human relationship that can steal away from you the joy of the presence of Christ. 
There's no human relationship that can steal away from you the joy of eternity. So Jesus says, don't be afraid. You can trust me with your relationships. Don't be afraid. Trust me with your finances. Our finances are one of the greatest sources of fear in our lives because when things aren't working, we can't make them work and we don't know how it's going to work. Jesus says, you can trust me there. You can trust that however your finances work out, I'm going to still be working in your life. There's no financial situation in which Jesus isn't working. Paul said, I know how to be hungry and be in want. I, I know how to have an abundance. And in both circumstances, I found I can, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's going to be there in either, either circumstance. Now, I pray that he shows you a way out of this financial circumstance, and I believe that he, for many, many of us, will. But whether he does or not, the way to not be afraid is not to pretend that it's all going to work out great. That's a fantasy world. The way to not be afraid is to realize that however it works out, Jesus Christ is going to be working in my life. He's going to be using me. That's a faith world. So live in that world. Don't be afraid. You can trust him with your finances. Don't be afraid. Trust Christ with your life. Trust him with your life. So where am I going to live? Am I going to live on the side of life that thinks, oh, that resurrected life, that's a scary thing. I need to have more control of my life. Or am I going to let it go to him? Am I going to trust him? Because when I trust him, that's the only place that I find out that I cannot be afraid. Jesus, as we pray today, we pray that you'd strengthen us to trust you with our circumstances, with our relationships, with our finances, with our life. Strengthen our hearts to trust in you because you have something different to offer us. Not what this world is offering us, that which is passing away, but the resurrection, the life that's going to go on forever. Focus my mind, focus our minds on that life right now, we pray. And right now we say we trust you. We trust you. In Jesus' name, in your name we pray. Amen. Join us tomorrow. We're going to hear Jesus tell us what to do with this life that he's given to us. Mm -hmm.